it's 10.44. Let's uh, shift gear. Oil and gas giant Shell has been dealt uh, below after the Makanda High Court ordered that it halts its seismic survey of the eastern Cape Wild Coast. The Amadiba Crisis Committee took the matter to court, saying the operation would severely impact marine life and that the company did not follow all relevant processes before it could start with the survey, which uh, seeks to find energy reserves. And the activist group was represented by Richard Spur attorneys, and we're joined now by Johan uh, Lorenzen, who's an associate at uh, Richard Spur attorneys. Uh, Johan, what was, uh, you know, uh, the magic bullet in uh, the strategy that you had when you went back uh, to court this time around, representing the Amadiba crisis committee good morning good morning good morning good morning to your listeners thank you for that question i mean i'm just blown and the magic bullet is is the communities i'm just blown away by them so it was the amadiba crisis committee on behalf of the Ngungun global community but it's also the dwesa Kwebe community and community from kind mouth and port st john and what the magic bullet was was they told their story to, to court and the court heard them. You know, the court, it's a remarkable judgment, but I really encourage your listeners to read for themselves. The court, for instance, tells the story of Mr. Sinaguru Zukulu, who works for Sustaining the Wild Coast and is an Amadiba uh, community member. And he, he speaks about how important the sea is to his uh, livelihood, to his family, to their nourishment. And, and he concludes by saying that his community are the conservationists of the sea in our areas using practices handed down to us over generations. So the magic bullet uh, was certainly the community. Yeah. So what was uh, different this time around compared to the first time around uh, when the court heard the the matter? Um, So I think uh, particularly the fact that there was no debating, like there was in the other case, whether our clients had been consulted at all, really made it... uh, open and shut, uh, together with the fact that we had ten of the, we had a bit more time, so we were able to get 10 of the world's leading experts to completely demolish Shell's attempt to say, Shell and Minister Mantash's attempt to say that seismic blasting is not that harmful. It, it can be very harmful, say our experts. So those, those are the two main differences. What kind of consultations, if at all, uh, did Shell have with the uh, Amadiba uh, Crisis Committee? Uh, because according to Shell, they were of the view that, uh, you know, they consulted everybody that they needed to consult uh, for their survey. It's, it's a really great question. I thank you for asking it. Um, the what Shell did is set out very clearly in the judgment. Uh, in 2013, they put a couple of advertisements in newspapers, all in English or Afrikaans, that said that people can make comments by email or by attending meetings far away. And then they did speak. They claimed that they had spoken to a gentleman who claimed to represent the queen of Amampondo, and that she had given a mandate. Wezizuekitbao denies that in court papers. And beyond that, what our client said is, if you want to consult with us, if you want to blast our seas, it's not good enough to go speak to a monarch. Yes, you should speak to them, 
but you also should you go out of your way to consult with to make sure that we know what's going to happen so we can give our make sure that uh, our voices are heard so what happens now uh what what happens now uh you know are you expecting uh um you know uh shell to go back to court to appeal this judgment what happens now um so i don't want to speculate that much we did comments yesterday from Shell's CEO that they will stop, that they have paused blasting as of 11 o'clock yesterday. So that's very heartening. And they are certainly entitled to appeal. And if, if, if they do, we, uh, we believe our clients are ready for that. We're confident of the prospect of success. But very importantly, an appeal would not suspend the order because this is an interlocutory or interim order. We also now will need to move cooperatively and quickly with Shell to determine the second half, uh, the final release. So it's a bit confusing, but this is just a temporary interdict that the court recognizes that there's some prospect uh, of success uh, at the end of the case. But now we move to part B, the final interdict, which is for the court to definitively pronounce on whether um, whether an inter, whether an authorization under the National Management Act uh, is required for Shell. Our clients say very adamantly that that it is, and the court uh, held that we may well be right on that point. Now we need to get the court to definitively pronounce on that, and, and we, I, we'll wait, we'll try to engage with Shell's attorneys, but we would expect that to be heard in January. You expect that to be heard in January of next year, and I'm uh, uh, going to suppose then that we will talk again when uh, that time comes through uh, after, uh, you know, uh, you followed that particular procedure. But we leave it here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Johan. Uh, Johan Lorenzen is an associate at uh, the Richard Spoor Attorneys. And as you heard, uh, the magic bullet really was a community uh, worker uh, in the Amadiba Crisis Committee uh, who talked about, uh, you know, his own livelihood uh, that uh, he makes of uh, the Eastern Cape Wild Coast and how that will be impacted. And uh, that's one of uh, the reasons that the court dealt a very heavy blow uh, to Shell uh, to have this community group win against it. It's 10.51. News comes up at 11.